0: I'm supposed to sing these songs up here. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you um, allowing me to be here. This is a special time for my attorney. I appreciate you inviting me to come and be a part of this service. Uh, this church means a lot. I have opened up your heart to me. I've been able to I preached here several times and uh, baptized two of my main children in this church and special. So I appreciate you, all I do. So Jeff, uh, I appreciate your friendship and your love and your whole life. Man, <laughs> for 29 years, the first person she sees so long. 29 years, the last person she sees so long. Man. <laughs> That's our heart. By the crowds we And then, thank you. Now, I appreciate you as a church for coming and and supporting and y'all, y'all great. Because I know y'all ain't got the sharpest knives in the door, but the preachers y'all got. You know, I passed the house one day out there in the country. And it was pouring down rain. And I pulled in and I said, Brother Jeff, if you have me, I oh, saw the board coming in, and he said, Yeah, I can't fix it because it was raining. I said, Okay. Next Sunday, I passed by, the well, next week, I passed by, it was beautiful sunshine. He was sitting on the porch drinking in from Luminate. I said, look, well, Jack, you're fixing your meat. You're rude. He, said, yeah, you he said, I, no. I said, I don't need to. It ain't raining. <laughs> so, I know what y'all are dealing with here today. So, I appreciate it. Well, Jeff asked me to preach the charge to the church. We do it, to the candidates. The charge to the candidates. And I appreciate that. i really, really do And so, uh, I would like you to talk back to you. David, y'all go on down and sit down and talk to you this morning. You don't have me to talk to you. Say it, you see, you're turning my way off, you don't mind. Come on, man. Oh, <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh huh. Sit down here. I'm gonna talk to y'all. I'm not doing the charge to the church. I'm doing charge to the cabinet. <laughs> I'm gonna talk to y'all too. And y'all can listen if you want. Or y'all can go out right there and some the food if you want. If I can give you 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but I look at the word charge. That's got kind of an interesting word to me. I like that word more. I'm looking at. That, I wish i would have done it to you earlier. It means to look up. It means to give. It means to give you a task. It means to give you a duty to do. It means to fill you up. It means to empower you. I like this. It means to get you there. Oh. You owe her. It means to rush forward in your life. It means to attack. It's That's what I found out. So, the day we you a little job yeah, to be up. I'm going to blow you up. I'm going to put you in debt, too. I'm going to rush you forward. Then I looked at the word candidate. That is a person that is for an office. You have a purpose in his foreign office. So, bye. They can follow me. We don't hold you up. don't going to take you out. I went up and read Acts chapter six about the givings and the issues that were going on in the Jewish church. The Jewish church had was growing, and it and, and anytime there was growth, there's issues, and the issue was that the hell of a Jews, women, widows wouldn't be taken care There would be a home Okay. meeting and, and all of them come together and they said the best thing for us to do is to pick some men over this business. King James, and you King James said, business, there's a business there. First one they did was you know what happened to you? Oh let me read a couple more chapters there. See you know what happens to you. I went there first, Timothy, where Paul wrote to Timothy about Jesus and the qualifications of, of the people. And what he said. He me, people who with the first, to have a reason. I want to share with you a couple things, Mike. Right? I want to share with about the things that you need to know, to encourage you in your ministry, not to discourage you, but to encourage you. The book of Romans chapter 14, the book of Romans, I it the Bible, the book of Romans chapter 14, stood with me in verses Let's look at verse let um, Let's look at verse 15. The Bible says, Yet if your brother is free because of your food, you are no longer walking in love. Do not destroy with the food you want whom Christ died. Therefore, because of that, do not let your good be spoken of the people. For the kingdom of God is not being drinked But it's righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. For he who serves Christ in these things is acceptable to God and approved by man. Therefore, let us pursue the things which are made for peace, things which one may edify another. Do not stop destroying the work of God. The book of Romans is a great book. I love it. book of Romans. There was an issue going on in, in the church of Rome, And it was very, very, very important. It comes down to maybe split the church or, 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 or divide the church. Paul oh, didn't want that. had an issue. It wasn't an issue to me, it's not an issue to me. But well, it was an issue to them. Well, It was this thing about eating food. Should we eat food that's that, that, uh, all night or not? Should we drink this? What well, nation should we become the church? It's not an issue. With you. Eating food is not an issue with <laughs> well, the children. The only thing that's an issue is cheese. Because you know why? I don't like cheese. All the stuff I eat, I eat pork, I eat ham, I eat salt. I ate chicken, I like, it fried, I like barbecue, bring them to fry, barbecue, grill, it don't make no difference. But it was an issue to them. I come to church on Sunday, I come on Wednesday night, you call me, I'll, I'll do my best, I'll be there. I'm going to do it every week. It's not an issue. But it was an issue. What? You don't place a thing in It ain't an issue. You don't face some things, You don't see some things that, wow, you need you. We got to deal with it. We got an issue. Issues I want to tell you three things. You deal with issues in your life. Three things. A couple of years ago, I was met uh a field and the stream, magazine. I think it was a field of It was what it mustn't to. And it was teaching and sharing how to do, how to shoot better, how to aim better. Not that I need it. Not that I need to be better in my (laughs) shooting. But there was the article on how to See, most people when they shoot, they just aim. It and shoot. They, they sent a deer, they just put it on the deer and they just shoot it. They see the squirrel and they just put it on the squirrel and just shoot it. And they put it on the rabbit and just pull the trigger. And he said, that ain't the way you do it. He said that well, what's the proper way to do it? if you is to aim at a certain spot on the deer, on the rabbit, on the squirrel. You go for a certain spot on the rabbit. I think that. I think. Uh, do it. He said, it's easy to train your eyes for that. He said, while you're driving down the road, when you see a sign, don't just look at the sign. You focus in on something on the sign. You focus in maybe on a letter on the sign. And you keep your eyes on the sign. I wanted to do that. So I started when I drive. I look for a sign. And I saw a sign and had a letter or a boat or something about that sign. But, Right? I started watching that letter on that You know what happened? <laughs> what? I started peeking you know, and the side of the road. And I said, man, I started looking at him on, yeah. on the bridge. You know, on the high rise bridge where they got this thing? I'm driving down the road in the interstate for 75 minutes. 70. <laughs> 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 and, and I'm over here looking at a letter on the bridge. Don't 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 You see, you can get started. It's easy, very simple, very easy. To get your mind and your bit off your business and put it on something over you. You have to keep focused on the ground. I want to tell you something. If you think you can drive down the road and look at a letter or look at a sign and you keep your eyes on the sign and you keep your eyes on the letter and you don't think, you think you can do it, I got news for you. You can't do it. I'm <laughs> In the ministry, in your business, as Paul says in the book of Acts, it's a business. He said, Keep your mind. I want to just encourage you today. I'm going to keep your eyes on the Lord. Things go. And you are every day involved in getting involved too. Take your eyes off of Jesus you to and put them on something. You'll have a day of everything. And and the thing how Satan works, he can, he can get your eyes off of good thing. I mean, he can he I mean, you get your eyes off good and put them on the good thing. He'll go out something good and get out like something great. Just to get your eyes off of good God. There's people today that are beacons, take right? they that are not serving today, because they took their eyes off the water and got them Above all things, keep your eyes on I got 45 minutes, I got 41 minutes. Second thing I want What What's it about? You can't serve to be a demon if you don't love people. You gotta love fat people, you gotta love skin people, you gotta love good looking people, you gotta love ugly people, you gotta love tall people, you gotta love short people, you gotta love people, you gotta love them. You gotta love them. The greatest struggle in the world is love. The greatest misunderstood word in all the English language is love. We love everything. We love hot dogs. We love chili. Some people love cheese. <laughs> but do they? Do they? I love you, brother. I love you. Do it? The word love that Paul talked about it in the first Corinthians is the love of the good. It's nothing to do with emotions. It's loving people even though they talk about you. It's love people even though they abuse you. It's loving people. He had a fallen Lord. These men, in the book of Acts, they had to love people. Because when was telling this to Jews, There were Gentiles who became Jews. Paul had to teach the church that was a Roman, that was a Jew and Gentile mix. You gotta love people. You gotta love them. Even though they don't want to eat for. Them, you gotta love them. No. the greatest need today is for people to be flawed in their life. Even the world starving to death for life. We' well, are the crazy things, stupid things, to get somebody out of love. The greatest need play in the world today is for people. The Look at <laughs> me. Now, because I'm going to try to get that going. You see, the whole world will be doing it. You guys, I love you. The third thing: no your business, your no business, relaxing no business, your no business, my business, everybody. The word that Paul used, he used the word is called edify. I do you know what that word. But I looked it up. Means to build up. Means to We Means to encourage, come on all the time to edify the church. Your ministry, your business is to edify. To build up. Paul told the church, he said, I want you to build up. Even though you've got these issues about the days, and issue about the drinks, and issue about the food, and issues about this, and issue about that, your ministry is not to tear down. Your ministry is to build up. The church. People need encouragement. encouraged they, they don't come to church to be discouraged. They come to church to be encouraged. they want to be discouraged, they watch the news, the prophets, that. They come to church to be encouraged. It's so easy. I mean, so so easy sometimes to get with everyone else and just Talk about how bad things are. Talk about how bad the economy is, how bad this is, how bad Jeff preaches, and how bad, <laughs> bad Jeff does this. You, I say this out of a heart of love. Out of all my offices in the church. And like has so much potential to miss and abuse you. You going down the road, when you look at that level, you get know, off, you fall off of the thing and say, Yeah, I ain't gonna love go. that person. They up with this They hang up with this for abuse, You say no, nah, we didn't want that person for that person for abuse, for abuse abusing abuse you I had no it's a couple years I've been trying to work with you on your thing to get you going. <laughs> but I have to say, you have improved proof since I did you. God bless you. Keep guys on. Oh. Dale, I've been knowing you since you were a couple of hours old, Father Ken Quill. You are. I thought they were going to ask you how many churches you've been to in your life. We've still been in there. That is they right. you to get You've been through it with me. From the time we went to New York, all the way through, you've been there. You guys on the I had to tell you one thing. Billy Joe, you wouldn't kid in the song truck. They just didn't let you sing among Praise the Lord. But, yeah, thank you for allowing me to really pay, pay, be today and participate a good part of that. Uh, it's good to be back in the county. Uh, Glenn and I we were both raised here at the fifth grade. I'm a great first Baptist. And we've been going 21 years. In uh, fact, this guy's who's a lot of familiar faces and all of that. But Jeff Collins said, you wish you a challenge to the church this morning. And uh, I put in my love to come and be with you. I want to thank you for the support of the association. I look forward to meeting you more. And happy uh, anniversary had a of mine. Here to you, Pastor and his wife. All that they're doing, praise God for them all as well. I mean, I'm watching online, uh, more around and just pick some of the snippets out and just different things like that. Praise God for it. What I see and what I hear. It's to the two candidates this morning. Uh, bless you guys. Thank you for the testimony that I heard from you this morning, the testimony of your family, uh, the testimony of the church that brings you to this point. And uh, so, what about the church? Where do we go in the midst of that? I'm to ask you to make your problem turn to act and act too. Why are you doing that? Well, Brother Billy Joe mentioned Stephen. There's something that we miss in that little passage when it talks about Stephen. It talks to you from the standpoint of Stephen being the first deacon And you get on over there to Acts 6 7. There's a unique thing about Stephen. Uh, and, and, and the choosing of Stephen, and just like these men, he's talking about the Holy Spirit, full of wisdom, full of the Holy Spirit power. That's what Stephen did. And then when they were stoning him, you know, What's she mean about that passage when he gazed into heaven? And what did he say about Jesus? What was Jesus doing? Standing at the right hand of God. Brother Jeff and Brother uh, Billy Joe, a lot of times think we missed that. A life that would cause Jesus to stand. A challenge to the church. A challenge to you and I. A challenge to young you men like these guys. But something that you and I need to look at as far as the church and what God really wants to do Because God has defined the mission for you and I as a local church. God has laid it out there for you and I. So many times churches, we've allowed, I think somebody mentioned in the council a moment ago that we need humility to stay humble. I'm telling you, we need a church uh, a, a real defined moment of humility in the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, for many churches Social club. That knew what God's called us to do. And God's Word really defines that out for us. And when you look at the life of, of, of Stephen, when you look at the church and where we're going to be this morning and right after Pentecost, you do realize that in those 40 days after the resurrection, between the resurrection. Jesus taught the disciples really more in those 40 days. At least they learned more in those 40 days than they did in his 33 and the third year, or 33 and a half years of his life. I mean, he laid it out there for them. And so here we are, literally about 50 days removed from that resurrection, and really seeing a movement of the church, and the church at the beginning, and the disciples, and different things that's happening, the Pentecost comes, and the Holy Spirit of God. Remember what Jesus told them? He said, Stay in Jerusalem then the Holy Spirit comes. Why didn't you want them to leave the room? Because they couldn't do it in their own power. They needed the Holy Spirit of God to move on their life. And I'm telling you, you've got people that sit in buildings like this, week in and week out, trying to live life in their own power, and not under the direction of the Holy Spirit of God. And God's want to tell you and the people in this place this morning, you and I need the Holy Spirit of God like we've never did before. He needs to be alive and well in our life, he needs to be humble in the midst of that. So follow along with me real quick there in Acts chapter 2, beginning in verse 37. Think about now what's taking place. Peter was preaching. Uh, he had laid the word out there, talked to them about the Lord Jesus Christ, and here it is. Now when they had heard this, they were pierced to the heart, and they said to Peter and the rest of the disciples, brethren, what shall we do? I'm telling you, the world is asking that right now. And you and I, as the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, need to Look what Peter said. Repent and let each one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is for you and your children and all, for all who are far off, as many as the Lord our God shall call himself. Therefore, the gospel whosoever will may come unto the Lord, Gentiles who alike, you must come. The Lord Jesus Christ. That's what he saved from right there. Verse 40. And with many other words, he solemnly testified, and he kept on recording and saying, Be saved this perverse generation. It's a word for the church today. And so then those who received his word were baptized, and they were added that they 3,000 so. And they were continually devoting themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship and to breaking bread and to prayer. And here it is. And everyone kept being a the sense of awe. One of our they we lost the all of God. And many wonders and signs were taking place through the apostles. And all those who had believed were together and all things in common. They began uh, selling their property, their possessions. They were sharing, with, uh, sharing all with them as anyone might have need. In verse 46, and day by day, continued with one mind and the temple, breaking bread from house to house. They were taking their bills together with gladness and sincerity of heart. Praising God and having favor with all the people. Look what was taking place. When the church gets it together, the Lord was adding to their number day by day. Those who were being let's come forward. God, well, I pray this morning. Thank you for the Word that put them in the call. The challenge got there to be who we need to be.
1: God just got to
0: bring that over into the church this morning. God, I pray for just a, a blessing, a touch, a fresh the Spirit of God would move like we've never seen before. Thank you for what's taking place at the Wellman Pastor's Church. Thank you, Lord, for the calling out two men to serve as a witness. Thank you for a church who's willing to go forward and to look and see yes. God's part. I pray for the pastor, for the Jeffrey, I pray for you. Give them a listen, give them understanding. Bless this man this morning. God, thank you for what you've done. morning, I could just mention a few things When we think about Acts chapter 2, we think about maybe four dimensions, if you will, of uh, the church, where we need to be in the year through which we live, how it applies from the New Testament, and how did you and I take. you to be right now. but right, I'm talking about right now, at this hour, are you where God wants you to be? It's not where you want to be. I say where God wants you to be. Amen. If you're not there, why? What's keeping you from being there? What kind of excuses are you giving God? See, the church many times is full of excuses. You're not even get rid of excuses. Just say, Yes, Lord. Whatever you want, God, I'm willing to go. I'm willing to do God. I open myself up to your leadership, God. I want to be right where you want me to be. And when you do that, and that brings us to that verse. That first, when you looked at what the Word of God said, when Peter was speaking to him, and they said, What shall we do? he said, We can't. Let each one of you be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. First dimension is that you and I really love God. Really, I was listening to a podcast just the other day. He said this: Someone in church and calls themselves a church and they don't look like right or act like Jesus Christ—they're not. They're social club. I'm telling you, you and I need to understand. We talk about that love in that same podcast. Here's what he said about the young. Here's what he said about the one of the issues today with our pastors and our churches, they're trying to lead people who don't love God. I mean, you define it. Are you very doubtful? Is there been a time in your life where you say, Lord, I'm undone. I'm a messed up individual. I'm a messed up man or I'm a messed up woman. I need Jesus. I need forgiveness. I need cleansing uh, clean of my sin. God, I, can. I want to be right. That one, thing you can do was a to love God. What is the great man look forward to the heart of the Lord, I the Lord. I had to it, so to that got to be, we the God will us to do that? If God do it. The reason you can't do it is because we try to do in our own strength. We don't do it in the power of the Holy Spirit of God. The Word of God says that when Jesus, when we surrender to Him, and we ask Him to forgive us our sin, that our body will become what? the temple of the Holy Spirit. God. It's like a conference on steroids if you want to call it that The, word, the Holy Spirit comes in and make It's not just about morals anymore. It's about what God asks us to do. And for you and I as a church then we learn to love God. What does that mean, Pastor? It means that we worship. We love the Lord. And we obey Him. We talk about that humility. We talk about the intentionality. I'm telling you, we as a church we you. I mean, praise God you're headed up to and tell Thank God for your pastor's leadership. I've kind of kept up with that since I've been back in May and I knew you were going. And praise God for this. Thank God that you're taking those steps. Keep it up. Now, don't miss what God wants you worship and you obey and you step out. Because He says, Look, when you receive power, the Holy Spirit of God comes upon you, and you shall be my lord God challenges us to be his church and to love him and to worship him and to obey. That first dimension is that we really get back to the main thing. We really love it. Keep our eye on the business. What is the business? Mm-hmm. Keep the main thing. The main thing. What is the main thing? That we love God in all our Church if we put him first in all things. If we take our eyes off ourselves, if we look out. And see, you realize this morning that a three, only 3 to 5% of Christians actually serve outside. Just put it in the middle. Four out of every 100 people serve outside the church line. We get so comfortable. We come in and we sit and we think I've done our duty. We check off our list and we go out the door and then we go and do what we want to do. God didn't call us. You look at that life that caused Jesus to stand, the life of Stephen. You look there, that he was full of Holy Spirit, full of power, he was full of wisdom. So God calls us. church. For God calls us in the association of churches to work together. We're better together. There's 40 churches that we can care without passion, right now. You need to pray. But I'm telling you, we do more together than whatever we will call. And so we, we come together for that. We love God. That dimension, too, really. If you want to look at that second dimension and, and talking in Acts chapter 2, is not only do we love God, but we live out His mission. What does that mean, Serve you? When you look at what happened there, when the God got home of their life, it says they took their possessions and they shared with those about me. And, and, and there was awe and wonder that God really was doing. Why was he doing that? Because they were one 4 they were one mind, they were working together. It's amazing what we do. Unity. God blesses you. God blesses the unity of God's people as we come together and we desire to serve and to obey Him. Yeah, white. No. They are precious. Love, well, in Church would be. I mean, listen to me. We were talking in Acts chapter two here. The fact that we're a few days from the ascension, and I think many times if you would allow me just to make an analogy, that the Bible says the disciples watched. Ascended into heaven. Let me just tell you, using that analogy, that when he ascended, he left the sandals landed there on the sand. Why did he do that? So the disciples and the followers of the Lord Jesus, if we can come along and slip our feet in the sandals and walk where he wants us to walk To minister like he wants us to minister. To touch people, to love people, to encourage people. It's what the church is for. That whoever walks through that door, that we're going to love them. It doesn't matter if they're a prostitute, it doesn't matter if they're a drug addict, it doesn't matter if they're hungry or homeless or whatever they are, that we're going to love them. Maybe they're the president of the United States, but we're still going to love them. <laughs> love God. With all his heart, so much strength, we'll out of mission to, to serve and this year. When you think about people just to love them where they are. We them to serve, to, to encourage them. I love the of God says that the people were, were coming together and they were breaking ready together and they were studying together. I heard some things this morning that encouraged me in that council. I heard these guys talking about men's ministry. And I don't know who had the vision. Play or player, which one or whoever somebody else. But guys, I'm a firm believer if we ever get our men doing right, we the kingdom of God, we'll still change. In the family, in our county, in our state, nationally and international. We we'll get our men we'll doing it, we'll still make it. Praise God for you, fellows, and whoever. If you're not in engagement, you ought to get there. Here's the deal men are loners. But you don't find that Word of God. The enemy uses isolation. And we have a lot of men that, that, that are weak. They're never admitted, but they're weak because they never come, and they're not accountable to anybody. And we need men to rise up and be accountable. And be in a men's group and study together, pray together, and cry together, and work together, and enjoy the comfort of one another. Tell me about these mission trips that's going on there. There's something about that that changes lives. Why because you are together doing this, When you're doing something, you just matters. Matters. I mean, it just makes a difference. It doesn't matter. It's It doesn't matter. It's in Africa. It's the same thing. You follow along. and You love people. And you equip them. In. So i heard some good things. I'm going to tell you one. Our life was always good. Jacob that, I'm not on. I back, i of the church. I this morning I want to challenge. I want to challenge you to do it, God. In God's time, with God's will. God gave you a shepherd. God gave you a shepherd that loves the Lord. God gave you a shepherd to follow. God puts you around him and he puts you in like these two young men. your are about to Come along beside that shepherd and lift him up and encourage you pray for me and I challenge you to Be the church. To love God with all your heart, soul, and strength. To love others as you love yourself, but to equip you. And not only equip you, but I'll be just The Great Commission says go ye therefore. To all the we did not say make, it didn't say, make. It's not a street, people. We don't say make son true teachers. We don't say my uh titles. What it say for them in the name of the Father, Church listen teach them to observe. So the book we mentioned this morning is to, to teach them, to believe them, to, to, uh, to encourage them, to disciple them. What, what are our weakness, weakness says in the local church? in hear That's why men need to be involved in. That's why ladies are being a group. My wife, since coming back, has started a, a group once a month for pastors to while and then, and just being together with me, praise God for that. I encourage pastors to be together as much as we can. I try to make an opportunity at least week. So then we get together and fall. we need each other. Guys, listen to me. You're in this building this morning, you need other men. Women, you need other women in your life. Young families, you need somebody to walk along beside you. Somebody that give you a call and say, I'm struggling in this area. you can give me some advice? that we do the ministry that he's called us to do, that we embrace people and we love people and we live out His mission. But then we're there to disciple them. And we're there to look, to live, and to love like the Lord Jesus Christ. And if we're not doing that, then we're not doing what God's called us to do. So you and I need to understand that at this point. We need to put that in place. And we need to be obedient to the calling of the Lord Jesus Christ. To be intentional about what he's called us to do and then reach our potential as God gives to us. What he's called us to do this morning, as you think about all the well, that God wants, love. I remember just said there's all kinds of dimensions. Our Father, in the name of Jesus this morning, thank you, thank you, thank you for your word. Thank you, Lord, for the privilege to be a part of this ordination service. Thank you, Lord, for the privilege to be a part, of you, Lord, for to be a part of today of to the that of God makes you. God, I pray that they don't look to the past, but they look for the future. God, they start expounding and they start praying. God, move and well like you never moved before. God, Holy Spirit, that you be alive, well, and powerful like you've never been before. God, we will see life. We will see the news. God, we see people like that guy just down the road on the tractor a little bit ago. Put that fertilizer, put that. That somebody go up and talk to. You. Loving. Guide us. Help us all called cause to the church. Thank you, Lord, for taking it all so that we might have help us to be reminded, We don't look We don't love like We don't live.